Welcome to Mariners Mojo, the heartbeat of baseball podcast brought to you by two lifelong Mariners fans talking all things Seattle Mariners. Woo! That's right. Chris and Alex. How's it going tonight, buddy? Oh, it's going good. Yeah. It's been an interesting night so far between no internet, trying to get an interview going, having to stop partway through and redo it or start it again, I guess. Yeah. But that was fun. We'll be able to see how well it goes if anyone points it out because it's going to be edited together and first time trying to do that so that'll be fun learning new skills yeah why not <laughs> so we're going to be talking about spring training so far um but first trivia the trivia yeah in case it's let's go time to think. let's get some trivia so we're both we're both one for one so far it's going to be a two-parter Ooh, it's fun how many mariners have won rookie of the year and name them all oh buddy and the year just okay. for fun. Basically. How many Mariners have won Rookie of the Year? Name them, and then try and guess the year. <laughs> oh, man. The year is just for fun, because I'm curious. It doesn't help that I don't have the log pulled up, so I can't keep going back to look at it. But, I mean, like, there's two off the top of my head that I know, because it's Lewis and Ichiro. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Starts off easy. So it's 2020 and 01. Yep. So I know those two, but... See, here's the thing. I've been writing this giant rookie of the year piece because I think I told you about it. Yeah. With can the Mariners get five in a row like the Dodgers did? But yeah. Oh man. See, the Mariners was it going back to '77? I think is their first year. It's gonna be tough. Is it? I don't know. It's be easy, easy. Is it easy? No, it's not no. easy. That, that's a little tough. <laughs> My Mariners knowledge before like ninety two gets shady. I was gonna ask, can you name the first one? And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna see if you can name them all. Yeah, that that's not gonna go great for me, I don't think. But that's all right. So how many Mariners name them and try the year? Yes. Ooh, that is gonna be I went a little difficult this time. All right. Well that I can means, give hints later, but that means you're not getting next week's trivia question though. <laughs> That'll be fun for the people listening to try and do. So one more time. It's how many Mariners have won Rookie of the Year? Name, Name those Mariners. And the year they won it. All right. I gave you two already, so let's see how many of the other ones you can get while I try and think of them also. All right. So spring training. And maybe you'll see some future Rookie of the Years from the Mariners in these spring training games. Uh, they're one, two, and four. So far. Yeah. Sounds like a hockey team. <laughs> After what? They won. They lost. Tie, 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 tie. Tie, 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 tie. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Cox. <laughs> and then they lost the yeah. game today. Yeah. But the first game, and I think we talked about a little bit, was the World Series 2023 preview. They ended up winning. Yes. Because, was it Julio drove in Kelnick? Right? Of it, is it way? Is it the other way around? No, I don't remember. Kelnick? You know, Julio drove in Kelnick. That's okay. Julio's below him in the lineup. Well, then, yeah, I don't think you can switch that around. I don't know. Some of the stuff in spring training is weird. Like, you can take a pitcher out and then put him back in. Yeah. Then there's the 20 pitch mercy rule, which is really odd, also. Mm-hmm. If a pitcher's thrown 20 pitches in an inning, the defensive manager, so the manager of the pitcher, can just end the inning. 
So if you load the bases and there's two outs, but that walk to load the bases put you at 23 pitches, you can just end the inning and the inning's over. I think that's dumb. I think it's just to like speed things up. I know why they do it. I just... Yeah. It's like if you're already only playing seven innings sometimes, or maybe make the like 25, 30. Yeah. You can throw 20 innings and not, or 20, 20 pitches and not give up a run. Yeah, 20 is not a whole lot. No. Like five pitches, three pitches, a six pitch walk. It's like there's times one batter goes through 10 pitches, 10 yeah. plus. That'd it's be like funny. He goes to two guys and he's back all in. Oh, that would be pretty funny. Yeah, I think the big thing from that first game was Marco looked good. And then the the future of the Mariners were involved in the finale of the game. Yeah. My big takeaway from that one. Yeah. Next game, not so great. Your boy was leading off for Cleveland, but Billy Hamilton. Yeah. Um, nah, didn't, but, didn't do good. No, but we're not here to talk about Cleveland, though. But they rock. <laughs> uh, Kikuchi got the start in that game. Struck some guys out, which is nice. Uh, three Ks, just a hit, a run, a walk through two innings. So kind of nice to see him bringing the, the crafty leftiness, striking people out. Bringing the heat. I was, was going to say bringing the heat, but it's like, eh, I don't know about that. I don't know how what he's doing this year, but last year it was up. Yeah, he brought it up because was it like a three or four yeah. average velocity increase? Yeah, some. From 89 to 93 or something, right? I think it or was it 91 to 95, something like that? I think it was like that. Yeah. There. Well, 95 nowadays, that's still almost being crafty. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, Gonzalez is super crafty. Yeah. What was it? Bottom 3% for average fastball velocity? Yeah. That's insane. You could go to like a random high school field, and chances are there's someone on that team who throws harder than Marco Gonzalez. Or as hard. Yeah. Like, almost every high school team has a guy who can touch, like, high 80s. Yeah. It's like, hmm. Yeah. Um, someone who touches way higher than the 80s was back in this game. Uh, he was probably the last piece that the Mariners got back in the Cano trade. Uh, Gerson Bautista. Yeah, the big, the big arm. Yeah. And he's one of many that the Mariners have now who can touch and sit at 100. Like they got him, and then he went. He had like right away injury. Or, injury right or away. Was hurt. Yeah, and they got him. I can't remember. No, he came over, and he was fine. Like he, and he even projected into the bottom of the Mariners' top thirty when they got him. I think, like 26, 28, something like that. Yeah, he's only twenty five. Yeah, but he got hurt right away. Uh, but yeah, what is it? Batista, Munoz, and a couple other guys. So like all major league ish talent that. Can touch 100 and sit at 100. Yeah. But you know what? It's okay to be a little wild when you're pumping triple digits. It's almost better sometimes. Get that yeah. scare factor. Yeah. Uh, it could be a strike or it could hit me in the head. Yeah, I don't know which one sometimes. What's harder to hit? The guy who's 99 and just like pump strikes or the guy who's 97 and you don't know where it's going? Yeah, the 97. Yeah. Like, oh, man. <laughs> Let's see. Uh... Yeah, Gerber threw in that game. He was the one, I, I think I have it right. He was the one who set the saves record at Illinois. And he's got a little bit of crazy in him too. Which kind of seems to be a trend among the Mariners relievers. They go like, for the crazy. Like the intense crazy. 
I mean, what you want from a reliever. I mean, they went and got Ken Giles. Yeah. He punched himself in the face and <laughs> the dugout during the game. So, I mean, it's not major league ready, but like when we were talking to Reed, he was intense. Yeah. Like that one video of him, just like, just screaming, mad mugging. Yeah. It's like, didn't I, hesitate when we asked him about Trout. It's like, yeah, I'm going for him. I'm going for him. It's like, you mean like one of the greatest outfielders of all time? Just, yeah, I'm going for him. Doesn't matter. Go he's, after o- anybody. He's, he's over the hill. He's done. <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised if we asked him. It was like, okay, you have to face Trout, Prime Mickey Mantle, and Prime Griffey back to back to back. You just, you walk in any of them? Like, no, I'm going after him. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm going to strike them all out. Uh, but just like see some of these guys having that mindset yeah um yeah mariners only scored one run back to that cleveland game um seager had a walk let's see trammel had the rbi trammel's been playing decently well spring training yeah i think he hit a bomb yes yesterday yeah i think it was yesterday we'll get to that game here shortly (laughs) (laughs) um not too much to say in a one to six loss but the next game, lots of scoring in that game. Played the Cubbies, 8-8, eight to eight, and started the tie train. Choo-choo. Yeah. And it was just lots of back-and-forth scoring, too. Cubs jumped out to a 4-0 lead. Mariners scored three. Cubs scored two more. Mariners tied it up at 6-6. Cubs scored two more. And then in the ninth, the Mariners scored two to tie it at 8-8. Eight to eight. But it was fun listening to that game because it just seemed like there was a lot of action. And that's because there was runs scored in all but two innings. It's kind of nice. Yeah, that's what you kind of want to see. Yeah. And I think both sides are okay with it because you kind of you get to put more pitchers out there, put them in funny situations. Yeah. Yeah. The Mariners had seven pitchers throw. Yeah. Which it kind of seems like starter goes two, everybody else goes one. And if a guy... Yeah, or sometimes they have another starter pitch again. Yeah. Or in the same inning, or not in game. Yeah. So. Not good by the Mariners pitching staff in this one, though, with 10 walks. That's a little rough. Yeah, it's a bit high for them. Especially when six of them come in three innings. Not great. To go... Well, it was... Yeah, six of them were from two guys. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, not too many names off the pitching staff that people would be familiar with there. I mean, LJ Newsom got the start. Yakabonis came in after that. Um, but not really anybody after that that you'd be all that familiar with. No, a bunch of... Just the lower-level guys. Lower-level yeah. relief pitching that might come up sometime this year. Yeah. Um, Kelnick had a good game there with two RBI. Yeah. Uh, Reinheimer had a two-run homer. Maybe it was a two-run double. Uh, low-level shortstop. But just, it's kind of hard looking at these box scores because there's like 20 hitters. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, everyone's getting Yeah. But it is nice seeing Mariners get to churn through some of these guys and see how they do. Yeah. And it's nice seeing, I like seeing Cal Raleigh. Like he's getting to see him a lot. It's like, yeah. oh, this is the future Mariners catcher, probably. Yeah, he's been hitting pretty good. Yeah, I think he had a triple today. Yeah, I think he did double he did. in this game. Yeah, or one of them early yeah. on. I can't remember. Does he have a homer also? Uh, 
Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to keep track of 25 different guys playing each game. I don't know if he does yet. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first tie. Second tie, 9-9 to against the Rockies. Um, this one started off slow. It was two, or 0-0 heading into the third, and the Mariners put up a five spot. And I think, was this the game that they went back-to-back-to-back? Yes. Yeah. Because it definitely wasn't the next one or yeah. the next one. Yeah. So, <laughs> third inning, Seeger. Or no, was it? No, Hanniger first, right? Yeah, Hanniger. Hanniger hits a three run bomb, I think is what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Hanniger hits a three run homer. Seeger hits a homer off a lefty, no less. So, lefty, lefty. Mm-hmm. Even though I th- want to say he actually hits lefties all right. At least that's what the show tells me. <laughs> well, you got to believe them. Yep. And then Ty France, Alex's boy. And the new boy. You got a lot of boys. I do. I, I stockpile them. Yeah, we need to put together a your boy list. <laughs> it's like we can go through here and number 13. Yep, Alex's boy still. Um, yeah, so back-to-back-to-back homers. Something that would be nice to see. Even back-to-back homers is nice. But put the Mariners out to an early 5 nothing lead in that one. Uh, Rockies fought back. Took the lead, actually. It was 7-6 to six in the 8th. Mariners put up 3, but then like the Cubbies game the day before that, except the Mariners were ahead this time, Rockies scored 2 in the ninth to tie it. Sheffield got the start. And looking at the, the pitching for this one, it's guys that you recognize a lot more. Yeah. Most of them will be on the team or trying to make the team. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be a surprise to see, are you looking at the, the top five? Yeah. Who threw? Graveman, Middleton, Vest, and... Mishwitz? Mishwish. Yeah. Mishwish. Mishwish. I don't know. Yeah. Along with Sheffield, those five are going to be on the team. Definitely the top four. Yeah. I'd say the next one they're fighting for it with yeah. Sadler and... Lale. Lale. And mm-hmm. I don't know who Seawald is. Seawald might be. Um, it sounds like he, he's probably just going to be a triple-A guy. But, uh, not a great showing by Vest. Which no, is not good for yeah. him. One inning, four hits, three runs. Um, I think we've talked about him before. Yeah, the rule five. Yeah, that he has to be on the major league roster. Or he goes back, so he's kind of fighting for his spot. Well, if they want him back. Yeah. Yeah. But it'd be nice to see him do well. Uh, I guess we have another 20-some games. So Yeah, one bad game. Yeah. But they played 25 games in 26 days or something crazy. I don't know. It's all packed together because there's no like split squad games, which was a big thing before. You take half your squad and send them to field A, the other half to field B, and they both play major league games that day. Well, spring yeah. training games, but and now they're well, they're still doing like a simulated game yeah. on their own. But it doesn't count towards your spring training stats and record and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. those don't really matter too much. No, it's how you actually look during the games that yeah they care more about. Yeah. Like the next game against the White Sox ended up being two to two, so this was the try or tiefecta because it was the third tie in a row. That was the best thing I could come up with. Tiefecta. Yeah, it sounds okay. Yeah. Um, Flexen got the start in this one. Was he flexing? Yeah. Oh, did you see the the highlight? I think it was in the second inning when he was pitching comebacker up the middle, like a hard one. He snagged it out of midair. <laughs> So the Mariners tweeted, they're like, insert flexing comeback here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, here you go. What's your what's your good flexing? 
just flexing on him? I don't know. Cat like reflexing? <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. Though. Not good yeah. on the spot. No puns. No, that's all right. Um, just like the last game. It's my one flaw. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, ask Alex for puns based on player names, and you're going to get something ugly. So is your face. Oh, well played, <laughs> sir. All right. All right, back to the Mariners. Uh, lots of names you'll know on pitching on this one, too, with Flexen, uh, mentioned Gerber earlier, Rennes Elias, who's probably going to be in AAA, but definitely be one of the first guys up yeah, if there's an injury. He's always kind of, he's been good. Yeah. Kind of jumped around after leaving the Mariners. Is this his second or is it his third stint with the team? Might be third. Yeah. I couldn't remember if he like left, came back, left real quick and came back again. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Internet, it's not working, so I can't tell you. Mariners podcast where we know some things. We know some things, but the internet knows more. True. Uh, Then Matt McGill and Eric Swanson. Swanson had a nice inning to finish off the game. A nice zero 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 inning, um, and he's kind of just a bullpen guy now. It seems like. Yeah, I think he's kind of lost his shot yeah. at the starting. Yeah, just with he's, I want to say he's twenty seven now. Yeah, he's or getting, he will be. He's getting. I mean, it's on the little. Oh, I guess Dealey Bobber tab. Flexing or no Swanson? Yeah, twenty seven. Bottom right. Sorry. Yeah, there's a big. Thing in my way. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, Swanson's twenty-seven. Uh, he came over in the Sheffield trade, right? With Sheffield and Dom Thompson Williams. Yes. Is that his name? Yes. Thompson Williams. Yeah. yeah. Those three came over. Uh, Swanson was supposed to be a starter. He got some work at it, but didn't he's, go great. Hasn't, yeah, hasn't, yeah, didn't quite click. So I think he's been red sent to the bullpen. Yeah. So that was the third tie. So before we get to the last tie. The, the fourth one in a row. We'll give you a little reminder. I know it's only been about 15 minutes or so of the trivia question. What was it? I we're, forget. We're, we're pointing at each <laughs> other right here. I'm um, doing like the Spider-Man point. Um, who are the Mariner Rookie of the Years? Well, how many of them are there? Yeah. Who are they? And in what year did it happen? So I had 01 with Ichiro. Yep. 2020 with Kyle Lewis. And the one that I think people are going to get wrong is... I knew it wasn't A-Rod because he got called up super early, like the year he got drafted maybe, and he played a little bit at 18, Yeah. or the year he was 18, same the next year, but he lost his eligibility. Yes. And then when he was 20, dominated, hit 358 or whatever it was, (laughs) but he wasn't a rookie anymore. So he's not one of them. Nope. So that should help you guys out a little bit. I did remember that part, but we'll get to the my answer here in a little bit after we get over the last two spring training games. Um, so the fourth tie that happened just what, two days ago, right? Yeah. yeah yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, on the sixth was one to one, uh, just a seven inning game against the athletics. Kind of a boring game, especially since it was zero, zero heading into the fifth inning. So not a lot going on, not even a lot of hits. No, even. It was- Pitching game. Yeah. Um, Dunn pitched, started that one. Yeah. It was nice to see Dunn pitching, and I guess he was sitting a little faster than expected. Yeah. 
Like I want to say last year he was low nineties. I can't remember what he. But was. now he's like ninety three, ninety six. Oh, well, that's good. And he is one of the younger, thinner guys. Yeah, he's so, a bit, he's a bit more wiry. Yeah, as they mature, and you know, he put five extra pounds of muscle on or whatever. Yeah, so his biggest problem is walks. He needs to stop walking so many people. Yeah. Uh, two walks through two innings. Two strikeouts, which is nice. But still, you don't want your walks per nine to be nine. It's not good. No. Um, Margavicious. I don't think, know if that's how you say his name. How do you say it? Margavicious. Okay. All right. We're, we're going with, go with that. All right. And then Batista threw again. He had one perfect inning. I'm saying it's perfect because it says no hits, no runs, no walks, no strikeouts. Yeah, is that a perfect inning? That's not a perfect inning. That's just a... Or is a perfect inning striking out the side? Striking out the side is a perfect inning. That's an, nine pitches. Isn't... I don't know if that... Isn't it like an immaculate inning? Is that that's what that's called? Yeah. Because I know there's a certain phrase for it. I think it's immaculate inning or something. Maybe it is a perfect inning. No, I think immaculate is three pitches. Three pitches? Okay. And then a perfect inning is nine pitches, nine strikes... Three strikeouts? I think so. Okay. We're, we're going to say that now. All right. It is, it it is decided. It is decided. That's <laughs> it uh, yeah, I guess uh, Luis Torrens had a walk. Or no, he had the only RBI for the team. Torrens, not Torres, as that jackwad Kevin Mather would say, over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice that he got the Mariners on the board for that fourth tie. Yeah, not a lot from that game, though. Hanniger walked, Crawford walked, and that about does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks like they had back-to-back-to-back hits, possibly, but it's just because everybody moving around. It's just the three hits all came in a row. Yeah. Yeah, that's about all I got for that one. That all was right. an eventful game. Yeah. And then uh, on the 7th, which is the day we're recording, Sunday, they, bro- Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> they broke the tie streak. But not in the way you want to break it. Yep. Didn't do great. No. But it's the same guy that didn't do great one of the other games with Will Best. No. Yeah, no. He was part of the problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone was part of the problem in this one. All five pitchers gave up a run, but Vest was the biggest one. Yeah, I guess LD. Yeah. But Logan Gilbert. Yeah. Looked good, even though he gave up a run. But, I mean, two hits, one run against the Angels. Struck out Mike Trout, went right after him. Yeah, buddy. That's what we (laughs) like to hear. And it was one of four strikeouts through two innings for Gilbert, which is nice. Especially when you're facing, like, some decent hitters in that lineup with Trout and Otani. And, I mean, Pujols can still hit. Yeah, he's not terrible. It's not 2009 anymore, but he's still one of the greatest hitters of all time. Um, they still got Upton. Iglesias at short, who's not bad. A better hitter than Simmons, probably, but nowhere near the glove is. No one has a glove at shortstop like Anderson Simmons. No. no. <laughs> um, what, Otani hit a bomb in this one, I think I saw. It doesn't show me those stats here. It just says runs, hits, walks, RBI. Yeah. Doesn't see no, I don't know. But no, I don't think he did because he doesn't have any runs. Otani? Yeah. I don't know why it told me that on my phone then. Maybe. Well, he did yesterday. But I only get the alerts for the Mariners game. So um, maybe it was just wrong. 
That could be. Whatever. Spring training. I think they get stuff wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess for the Mariners, like Gilbert was the highlight from this one. Looking good. Proving that, yeah, he's going to be up this year. Should he start the year? Probably not. No, probably not. I don't know how high he's pitched him. I'm not sure, but it's probably one of those things where it's best just leave him in the minors, call him up in June or July. Keep his innings down. Yeah. Because he's not going to go the whole season. Yeah. Especially with uh, minor league baseball starting later. Like, AAA doesn't start till May 1st or something. Yeah. Because it got pushed back a month. So it's like, yeah, just keep him in extended stuff. Let him work on his mechanics and get everything tuned in. Go throw, what, seven starts in AAA, AA? Yeah, he pitched in AA 19 for nine innings. Or nine games. Okay. 50 innings, so. Yeah, so go go face or go through the lineup two or three times every start. Kind of watch the pitch count over the inning count. I think that's something people need to be more um, mindful of is pitch count over inning count. Yeah. It's like, oh, he only threw five innings. Yeah, it was 104 pitches. Yeah. Or he threw seven innings. Well, it was 72 pitches. Innings don't matter. It's the yeah the number of pitches you throw in those innings that kind of do more damage. Yeah. It's like the difference between Greg Maddox and Randy Johnson. It's like the complete game, Randy might have thrown 140 pitches, where Maddox might have thrown like 73. Yes. Slightly different. Yeah. But. <laughs> That's a story for another day. Talking about how many pitches Randy Johnson has been throwing a game. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they used to do that back in the day and not stop at 100. Yeah. Um, like we said earlier, your boy Ty France had another decent game. Had hit, again. hit a ribby and a run. He's a hitting fool. Yep. Which he was last year. He hit good last year, right? Yeah, he he dominated 2019 in the minors at like 400. Yeah. And then with the Padres, he was at or over 300. And then with the Mariners, he was the same. So he just hits. Yeah. And then Marmaleos, who's probably going to get, what, time at first and catcher? Not he, catcher. No, um, first in DH. DH and maybe out. Field if they need it, but he's, he's like not, a fifth outfielder. Yeah, he's like yeah. an emergency outfielder, okay. not the best there. Yeah, he had a hit and a run. Uh, Cal Raleigh mentioned earlier he had the triple. He's playing DH today instead of catcher because Torrens was playing catcher. It's kind of nice having like Torrens, knowing Raleigh's there, just having some catchers and haven't even mentioned the starting catcher, Murphy. Yeah, <laughs> he's still good. Yeah, having three guys that you can feel okay with. Because Raleigh's supposed to be a guy who can hit. Yeah, he's kind of a big power hit catcher. Yeah. Torrens is kind of everything, and Murphy's just like a wild man from the, the mountains and just, <laughs> yeah, outworks everybody. But not a lot of highlights from that game. But again, first week of spring training. It's kind of okay. It's okay. Yeah. Like, every, like we said earlier, the statute has like... <laughs> 20 guys on it. Yeah. He's like, you can barely fit the hitting on one screen. It's like, one at bat, two at bat, one at bat. Yeah. Oh, he got three. That's a miracle. It starts getting a little more interesting, say, like right around the time it turns to spring, like the 21st, 22nd, 
yeah. where pitchers might throw through the order twice. Get a few more innings yeah. and guys get three at bats. Yeah. This time this this point in spring training, you don't care too much about it. No. It you is to see some of the young guys and yeah. that's about it is fun listening to the games where like say Julio or Kelnick or whoever where they play the first couple innings and then they're doing an interview from the dugout in like the fourth inning. It's like, oh, it's nice that the team's loose with this and letting them talk to the announcers. And Yeah, it's fun when they're doing that and then they hit a home run and they completely forget they're doing an interview and they just yeah. get on. <laughs> or when they're doing an interview while they're in the field, like the Mookie Betts stuff. Oh, yeah. Those ones are always great. <laughs> but I think the highlight from the Mariners spring training this year was when Kelnick hit that home run. Did you see that? I uh, was listening to it. So they're interviewing Service, yeah, Depoto. Was it Depoto? It was. Um, Maybe it was Service. I don't remember one of them. I want to say it was Depoto. I think Depoto, yeah. They're talking about how. He was in the dugout. Like, players will let you know by the way they play <laughs> when they're ready to get called. Bam! Yeah, and Kelnick hits a home run as he's saying this. That players will let you know when they're ready to be called up. It's like if you put that into a movie script, they'd be like, "No, that's not realistic. Like you can't do that, especially after everything your team just went through. Yeah. You can't do that. It's not realistic." But it happened. So he's gonna. It's gonna be a movie about him someday now. That would be awesome. be in it. But unfortunately, Kelnick is maybe shut down for spring training. Yeah. That's yeah, probably. Uh, he has a strained abductor muscle. Or no, is that what it's called? A sprained knee. Yeah. I thought an abductor was like ab related. Yeah. Maybe it's something closer. Yeah. It's, it's in there. his knee though. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. And it happened on just a ground out to second where the second baseman misplayed it. So as soon as he saw the ball bounce off the guy's glove, like he tried to do the push off. And I think when he did the push off to sprint down the base or towards first base, that's when it happened. Yeah. Because they show him running like almost to where the right fielder is because he doesn't really want to slow down. Like, that's not good. No. But yeah, he'll be, I think it's like a three to six week. It is that long? Recovery is what I heard. That's so. not great. Well, he's not coming up till at least June then. Yep. I really hope that he's not going to be a guy that hopefully you can hear that knocking on wood <laughs> that's going to have like all these nagging injuries. He hasn't yet. No, he had like a, wasn't it him? He had a wrist thing. No, that was Julio. Was it Julio? Julio okay. That makes me feel better. Wrist yeah. He's he's the one that I think has been more. Okay. Because they were kind of coming up together mm -hmm. and then Julio kept getting okay. banged up and that's why they're a little farther off in development now, I think. Well, it doesn't matter because I'm still super excited about them. Because <laughs> I was listening to uh, one of the MLB.com guys like that we use the prospect rankings for. Yep. They're like, it's not unrealistic to think of Kalanick as a 300 hitter with that's 2020, and Julio as a 280 guy who's hitting 40 home runs. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got the shortstop. Oh, yeah, Marte. Who's, they say he's kind of like a, Young Hanley, yeah, type with the speed and that he could be, yeah. So now you got like his ceiling is Hanley. Like, that's a nice ceiling to have. Yes, and don't forget the rookie of the year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. forgot about the rookie of the year. Yeah, 
the rookie of the year is your worst outfielder. Who's what? A two eighty potential? Like yeah, thirty plus homer guy. Yeah, I don't, he's. I think if he's a thirty home run guy, he's not going to be a two eighty guy. Not that high. That he's going to be more of like a. If he hits two eighty, it's going to be fifteen homers. If he hits thirty homers, it's going to be two fifty, something like Somewhere that. Somewhere there, yeah, that kind of range. But speaking of rookie of the year, Whoa, back, it back back to the trivia question, which how many Mariners have won rookie of the year? Who are they, and when did they do it? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I wanted to say Felix, but I, pitchers don't win rookie of the year that often. I will give you a hint. It's not Felix. Okay. But it was a pitcher. That they're like in between 2001 and 2020? No, there's been none since then. Okay. I didn't think so. But a Mariners pitcher won rookie of the year? That's what you're telling me? Yep. Oh, like, is there more than three? Yes. Okay. I was confused when you said like it was a pitcher. I was like, wait a minute. It's only one? One more? Um, A Mariners pitcher that won rookie of the year. It couldn't have been Randy Johnson because he had time with the Expos. Yeah. Wouldn't have been Moyer because he pitched for Boston for a bunch of years. Did Mark Langston win Rookie of the Year with the Mariners? No. No? Uh... Oh, oh, oh. Did Kazuhiro Suzaki win Rookie of the Year? Yes. Yes. Got it. And that would have been in... Oh, man. He wasn't. Did, was it ninety nine? No. Was it two thousand? Yep. Okay. Because I knew it wasn't at the Kingdom. The Mariners moved to Safeco in ninety nine. Yeah. I was like, did they have back to back rookie of the years? Yep. So they did have back to back rookie of the years. All right. Um, I think you're, how many? How many is it? What's the number? One more. Okay, just one more. Yep, it's just four. I don't think the Mariners had the rookie of the year in seventy seven. No. No. Okay. I know they had a guy play well back then, but let's see. Did Griffey win Rookie of the Year? Nope. He didn't. Not Griffey. He lost eligibility. Yeah, that, that's what I thought. Because he, yeah, the weird tall thing. Man. Hmm. Was it in the 90s? No. It was in the 80s? Yes. Oh, man. Think of the one player you know from that era. The one player that I know from the 80s? I don't know. Is he a hitter or a pitcher? Hitter. Am I just drawing like a dumb blank right now? A hitter from the 80s. Um, like Alvin Davis? Yep. It was Alvin Davis? <laughs> okay. That was the one I was thinking of right away. And I was like, I don't know. if uh, 83? Four. Ah, close. close. All right. I guess I did all right. Although the side I got it from, they have it wrong. They said really? it says 94. <laughs> no <laughs> check again so. so i think i'd give myself like a b b plus on that trivia it question. was a pretty tough one so yeah. yeah i think i get bonus points for knowing about a rod yep because that sure like a rod yeah nope right. nope <laughs> yeah I, so, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna call it up that i got it, it was a, you got the two easy ones yeah and then Two tougher ones. Yeah. But I was able to get them with minimal hints. Hey, if, if this was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I used my hints, and I still got the question. Yep. 
All right? So <laughs> I'm taking it. So that means next week's trivia question is going to be a little tough also. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that Alex's trivia questions towards me are going to be tougher than mine towards you. That's good. I'm not good at trivia. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's going to kind of do it for today's episode. I think so. Short and sweet. But is it really? Because we actually have a special treat for you guys. And we're going to tack on an interview to the end of this podcast. Mm-hmm. We talked to Scott Boches. Uh, we actually went over how to say his name before we started the interview. Because <laughs> we were throwing out random yeah. stuff. And he was even laughing about it. He's like, I've heard all of it. Boches. Boches, Bochies. <laughs> well, um, yeah, we think it's a pretty good interview, and it should be a nice little addition to the end of this. Uh, so until next week, thanks for listening to Mariner's Mojo. Here's the interview with Scott Boches. Have fun. <laughs>